Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela, and today I am joined here with my very good friend, Crystal, who has been on the podcast before. Hi, Crystal. Hello. <laughs> so Crystal and I are going, well, really, Crystal, I really shouldn't take any credit on this at all, but we are going to be talking about all the different cores that are happening right now, what you should be on the lookout for, what's trending on the different platforms. Um, there's some that you've probably heard of, and there's probably some that you haven't heard of. So Crystal is our expert in our Patreon group, and everyone really enjoyed her episode last season where she broke down all the different cores. And I figured this is a great time to have her come on because we're kind of in a transitional period and we're going to start looking into the fall cores and see if some summer cores transition that way. So get your pen and paper because you're going to need it. You're going to need to remember these things for your listings. And we will see you at the table. Welcome back, Crystal. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking for like, you know, 30 minutes before we started recording, but that's just the usual yep. here. <laughs> we just like to settle in before we start recording. It's really weird to just start recording and not talk before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can like set that baseline. So um, there's, I'm sure, new listeners that are hearing this episode today and they're like, who's this crystal girl? And I know nothing about her. So why don't you share a little bit about who you are, reselling, what that looks like for you and all that. Okay. Hello, everybody. I'm Crystal. Um, I live on the North Shore of Massachusetts. So uh, a lot of coastal stuff going on here. Um, I am, well, mainly a vintage seller, but I sell a little bit of everything and I really am passionate about like researching things and finding all kinds of like people like me to find them stock photos and stuff like because I'm good at it <laughs> literally <laughs> and, uh, send crystal any picture and she will find it for you <laughs> it's fun for me so I like this kind of stuff I also um started contributing to the um shop your tv website which is basically what I do there is find stuff that's so that was worn on tv and you know make a listing for it on there although i haven't done much of that lately um because yeah it's summer and not a lot of shows are on really no but, they're gonna start coming back in the fall so yeah and also there's like the writer strike still going on so a lot mm -hmm. of stuff is halted so yeah but yeah it's it's fun for me to find stuff and this is why i like going into what's trending because it's research and it's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, how long have you been reselling now? Um, I mean, on a professional level, like probably five years, but like say about the same time as me. Yeah, technically, I opened my eBay in two thousand two, and uh, I feel you. Yeah, <laughs> and I used to sell concert photos, so there was that. Oh. That was my my thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, or maybe I, I did, a, and I just don't remember. Maybe I don't know. Like I haven't really mentioned it in a while, but I used to have a business when I was a teenager called Front Row Photos, and I used to like go to a bazillion concerts, and I'd like sit in line for seven hours and be in the front row, and I would take pictures of all these famous people, and then this was in film cameras, and I would get them developed, and then I would scan them on my scanner. And oh put a little watermark <laughs> over the front of it with the pink, and uh, I would sell them. I would sell physical photos. Like wow. that dates me. That dates me. I was going to say that really. That really shows our age. 
yeah. I when people mention the like the scanner and everything I remember what a big deal it was like I begged my parents for a scanner mm-hmm. because I wanted to sell some stuff online and the yeah. only way to do it was to get take a, a scanner take a picture get a scanner and then pray that it didn't look fuzzy or weird so that you could put yes. it up it was oh such a process. God. And those of you who are too young that are listening to this that are like have, have no idea what this process even looked like, it took a solid Perfect. minute to minute and a half for the scanner to even like warm up, get the photo, and then for it to get to the computer. It was like it could take five minutes. Oh my God. I had a list next to my computer of all the steps I had to go through <laughs> to make the scanner work because my mom wanted to use it. So like I had to write it all out for her. Oh. It was like, like, I want to say like a 10 step process. So yes. <laughs> and you had a, it was extra, there was a USB, you had a, like, and yeah. they were not cheap. They were expensive. I know. I know. But oh yes, that is how we listed things online back in the day. <laughs> and then we got money orders in the mail. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wild times, man. Wild times. Anyway, so Crystal's old. Yeah. No, she's not. She's yeah. not old at all, actually. I, I sure am. No, you're not. You're, you're, you're just, young, a, you're younger than me. Yeah, by a few years, but not much. Okay, okay. I don't <laughs> act that my age, far so it's apart. Fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, okay, so there's all these different cores that exist. And I feel like it's so, for me anyway, it's overwhelming to keep up with them all because I feel like each platform has specific cores that do better on them than others. I feel like there's certain tag words that go with things. But I also feel like some cores kind of mesh with other cores and it gets really confusing to know like which one goes with which. So today we're going to try to break that down for everyone. Um, We'll mention like which ones are really hot right now, what key terms you should be using, what you should be looking for when you're sourcing, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, I can give modern um, clothing, I guess, perspective on it. And Crystal has a wealth of knowledge with vintage clothing, so she can definitely give you perspective on that as well. But I feel like the worlds mesh together when it comes to these cores, no matter what the brand is. Um, Crystal, before we go into the first one, would you say that there are certain platforms that it's more more important to enter in a core name in a description and title versus other platforms i feel like poshmark's doing it a lot more now like they are really like pushing the cores and the like different trends because they have that like everyday trending thing they've been doing for like the past year now Mm. um i think depop started it all pretty much though because i mean it's a younger audience over there and they send out like emails and stuff with what's trending on depop and they'll tell you what cores it goes with or whatever interesting so yeah um i mean i don't think it matters at all like on ebay or whatever because i don't don't think think anyone's doing that um probably i mean mercari maybe too i mean there's young people on mercari but yeah i don't really have any like those are my platforms so i don't really know much about anything else but i feel like those are the main ones that anyone is on right, anywhere right. like i don't think on vestiaire like i don't think it would matter <laughs> because it's a it's no. specific right it's a very specific audience i think with poshmark yeah. what's interesting is the tags that they've created before didn't yeah. really have a purpose but i want to say like over the last few months with live sales they actually do serve a purpose um mm-hmm. people do click on them to look and find things that they're looking for so this is where i think it's important for us who maybe are not accustomed to understanding what they are should probably familiarize themselves a little bit because they are utilizing it more. And a lot of you guys that are listening are Poshmark sellers. So that's why we're here. 
So let's yes. start with the first pour. What is it, Crystal? Well, I would say mermaid core, um, also called siren core, I found out. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, there's like that, I don't know if I told you about the website that has like the list of all of the cores. It's like a wiki, basically. It's just like oh, okay. a bazillion kind of cores. But um, it was also, it was mentioned as like mermaid, mermaid core, siren core. And I was like, oh, okay. But like that obviously became popular with the whole little mermaid coming back and all that and like if you saw what um the girl who played the little mermaid wore to like the award shows and stuff the premiere oh my god like that is mermaid like shiny metallic ocean blue and green like it had like it's all beach colors metallic oh my god it was beautiful. A lot <laughs> of um netting too, I've noticed. Like yeah. I feel like so if you watch runways and what designers are putting out and all that, there's a lot of that even going into the fall and winter months where it's like uh I don't it's almost like a fish net, like an actual fish net, not fishnet stockings, like an actual fisherman's net that you put out, right? And you're, you're collecting the fish. It's like that almost. Um huh. So it's interesting to see it transition to fall and winter because you don't normally think of that. But I think because this core and the movie coming out has really made an impact on Mm -hmm. the the society, right? Um, I think you're going to see people kind of layering all these different things together to give that aesthetic. When I think of mermaid core, I think of like cotton candy almost. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it can be like pastels, and it can be like, soft, and and it can also be just like, crazy green sequins, and like, it's Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot you can do with it, I feel feel like, because I just wrote like, shiny glitter sequins pearls, even. Um, Uh, Good point. Do you remember that movie from Disney called Aquamarine? Yes. It was about a mermaid. Yeah, and like now when I think of like mermaid core, I think of that movie. <laughs> yeah, I can like see a, that. Yeah, it's like a Y two K mermaid core. Mm, like that's a that good way to movie. put it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it because a lot of the stuff, like I've even noticed, the pants are a little more low rise. Like yeah. it is a very Y two K feel. Um, yeah. I think when it comes to cores, this is definitely a more modern core. I'm sure yeah. you could find vintage pieces that would work with it. Oh yeah. Um. But I feel like a lot of a lot of what I see feels very maybe feels modern to me. But I guess Y two K is vintage. But I know (laughs) it feels modern. (laughs) Yeah, modern. I guess opposed to sixties. But like, yeah, yeah. I I guess you could find pieces in that color scheme or with that glitter and shine that is from the sixties and seventies. I feel like you could get something from that disco era right i well, like special feel occasion like we stuff. see a lot of it yeah no probably not i mean a lot of like sequin dresses and stuff were like like made like made for a body back then i feel like and i feel like that stuff wouldn't do so well yeah because it, yeah it's just it's formal wear and mm-hmm. it's more of a casual aesthetic i feel like yes yeah it is because the other aspect of like sequins and glitter that in metallics I think of is like the 80s right with like yeah. the big shoulder pad and it's just oh yeah filled with the sequins and the florals and like all those different yep. things 
but that is what people wore to weddings. <laughs> like that's what people wore yeah. to events. Um, right. I don't think it would go with this, but I think, I do think there's a place for it with the whole eighties being hot right now and oh, yeah. um, really making a, a comeback that I think most people didn't think would happen. So we're not saying don't get those pieces, but I think if when you're thinking about cores, you you got to be really specific with what time period yeah. you're kind of grabbing. Yeah, I mean, I actually i I was looking on Poshmark just for things that I would find to be mermaid core and like saved a few of them. Just you Ooh, know, nice. Let's what share. Brands. Um, let me see if I can go to my little lights. Yeah, where is it? I like way too many things on Poshmark, so <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. Um, oh, where is it? So I think one of them was like BB. Like oh, I feel like they one. do yep. a lot of like shiny metallic, yep. like little dresses and tops and like um, very Y two K. Yeah, what's the other one? BCBG. Oh, maybe yeah, that one definitely. BCBG did a lot of like, like club wear, but like I don't know. I mean, that's people, where we went to. Yes. Yeah. Like, do people still dress like that at the club? Like, I don't know. I I think that's just what we envisioned because that's what we did. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, also when I was on looking on Nasty Gal, their website ah, they had that's a good website. They had a bunch of like. Well, I was looking at like the sequin stuff because of my posh fest outfit. Right. But. Right. There, they had a lot of stuff that I would say mermaid core, for sure. Um, that's a good tip. Yeah. Head to those websites like Nasty Gal, ASOS. Um, yeah, they're gonna definitely cater to that to that younger crowd and and yes. kind of feature those pieces more. Yeah. Also, uh, Shelly Segal, like, oh. uh, like late nineties Y two K. I found some like very shiny, sparkly dresses and and Fun. mermaidy colors. Yeah, so I think that was all I saved. But yeah, and I think like Zara probably has stuff like that. Like they do what's trendy. So they do Zara. Yeah. H but H and M I feel like has changed their direction a little bit to focus more on that quiet luxury minimalist kind of look. Zara's yeah. always the like loud, bold one. Um, so I think Zara would probably be a better one when it comes to mermaid core to get ideas and like colors and all of that. H and M is definitely change the way that they market themselves 100 percent. yeah i used to like h&m but like i think they like their sizes are smaller now too like yeah i i never know where i fit in h&m never know it's always a mystery all right what's where what's our next one here um i just wrote uh festival fashion because okay so explain that to someone who doesn't know what festival is (laughs) so Basically, like people want to dress like they're going to Woodstock, like the the first Woodstock. <laughs> and, yes, um, the, the, yeah, the yeah. Let's one. be clear here. Um, <laughs> you know, like a lot of like crop tops, uh, like crochet mm. mini skirts, bell bottoms, like a lot of like flowers in your hair and that kind of hippie look. And people people love that for festivals. People also dress it like weird stuff for festivals too so like there's other crossovers well when you're into edm electric house type music you're wearing metallics and like alien type stuff (laughs) 
they're wearing tape on their nipples and that's it like <laughs> yeah okay. so it's, i mean it's it's a little different so yes yeah. it depends what kind of festival you're going to but i think um i think what crystal described is the majority of what people are wearing or you'll have the yeah. other end of it where it's um more of like the western end of festivals oh, there's yes. a lot of like cowboy boots and cowboy hats and all of that too so i think those well, are the two you in, see the yeah. most that ties into that like coastal cowgirl look which is also a big like festival look and like uh. there are no cowgirls at the coast but like <laughs> no. you know like so when i first heard that i was like what <laughs> like, yeah I, so i don't really understand what a coastal cowgirl is because we live on the coast yeah there's no, no one there's dresses no like that <laughs> oh i'm like i never even see cowboy boots like unless like, keith urban is here or like yeah luke bryan is at foxborough at gillette stadium yeah. like that's the only time <laughs> right i n- i never see that kind of look and so i've had to look you know, and YouTube videos and online and stuff, because this is not like I don't know what this is. So I guess there's like white cowboy boots are like the okay. thing. And um a lot like also a lot of like crochet and like, you know, woven hats like with big brims and all that. Like a lot of like browns and whites. And then it also you can also add black to that because that, that was one of the things. I don't know. Hmm. I was like, so it's a cowgirl that wears black? I don't know, but... I guess I'm confused because, so I think of, like, Coastal Grandma, right? Which was big last year and the year before. But I think of, like, over... When I think of Coastal, because we live on the coast, we live on the East Coast, we think of, like, oversized linen tops, linen pants, Birkenstocks. Like, that's what I think of. So when I think of Coastal, so someone's going to wear linen pants with cowboy boots i guess i'm confused i think it's more like with like mini dresses and stuff okay but, all right and like short shorts all right. like daisy dukes so like daisy you know, dukes like, okay yeah so but I that's don't know. just like, western with, then i know it's just like a different color scheme i think it's, it's really neutral cowgirl cow, i think so <laughs> i'm just okay. confused because like with coastal grandma that was easy because it's like lag and look it was yeah and we see it every day so it's easy for us like i i go to a state sales in like right on the water like all these beautiful million dollar homes on the water and the stuff i thrift from those houses is all like talbots and like you know that's coastal Mm -hmm. grandma and that was what like the people with money wore because it looked nice you know and Mm -hmm. i don't know I, I don't get I don't get the coastal cowgirl. I don't want to dress like a coastal cowgirl. <laughs> Me neither. The thought of having cowboy boots on in the in summer? 90 degree weather with humidity is just gross to me. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. So so that's like the festival fashion and the coastal cowgirl. I feel like that's kind of they have, like, I can together. see how they go together. I can see how they go yeah. together. Would you do you think coastal grandma of coastal grandma, coastal cowgirl is going to kind of stop at summer do you think it's going to transition itself like i think mermaid core is going to transition i think festival can transition because concerts go on all the time and i feel like you we kind of always see it happening it's just not as frequent like spring and summer i don't feel like this is going to transition i don't i mean i don't either because i mean unless you like 
paired the cowboy boots with jeans or something yeah. like I don't know I really don't like it's just gonna be western like well that's that's kind of, that's kind of what <laughs> I'm thinking like well I understand that they create all these names for things but all you're doing yes. is describing western wear yeah and saying it has more of like a beachy feel I guess but it because it has neutral colors no <laughs> that's not how that works <laughs> I somebody that was not from the coast made up this style so. yeah this is very true <laughs> yeah that and then yeah coastal grandma is still kind of trending just because like it's summer and linen is trending loose fitting things like you know things with large pockets and whatever yeah. it's just that i feel like that's always going to be a thing around here especially but yeah. like i don't know people love their linen so I love my linen in the summertime. Yeah. It's very important that I have linen in the summertime. But I also like it in transitional months because I do think it kind of covers spring and fall. Yeah. But when so here's here's where I think Coastal Grandma has transitioned to because Coastal Grandma kind of started, I want to say in like 2021, we kind of saw it a little bit. 2022 yeah. was really big and it's still kind of here. I think yeah. Coastal Grandma is going to transition to that quiet luxury minimalist. Uh, Look, yeah, like that's where I kind of see it going, and it's kind of just gonna merge with those. Yeah, that because... was on my list too. <laughs> we'll talk oh, about that you. one. We'll talk about yeah. that one. But I, I that's where I kind of I see that one going because that's really what it is. We're just naming it Coastal Grandma yeah. because that's the vibe that it gives. I mean, you think okay, these companies that make all this linen stuff, their stuff is not cheap. Like. Mm -hmm. to like quiet luxury it makes sense because like yeah those like flax items like they're so expensive retail like a hundred something dollars just for like a t-shirt or a tank top and Mm -hmm. i'm like holy crap like you have to like have money to to shop like that so yeah but you can find plenty of flax in the thrift store side note find it in your size you pick it up and you keep that and you leave that in your closet that is a forever piece for you i love i have three three or four flax pieces i will never get rid of them i love them the quality's great and i paid like three bucks that is the beauty of thrifting yes it is (laughs) okay so now that i've blabbed and totally gotten off topic that's fine that's fine what's our next Um, one um, I did have quiet luxury actually is the next one. And I Let's know you talk know about, about it. that one. Yeah. Cause you know, yeah. you know about that one. I do, but I feel like there's so many different variations of quiet luxury. I feel like there's people that take it in the literal form of that. Yeah. It's luxury pieces that don't say that they're luxury, right? So they don't have a brand yes. tag. There's no monogramming. You don't know that it's luxury, but those right. who have the money know that that piece is a luxury piece right so there's i feel like that's one aspect of the literal term of quiet luxury then there's the quiet luxury minimalist look where it's you're mimicking what these luxury brands like a max mara like oh there's so many of them but max mara is like the first one that always comes to mind because it's very much everything about them is very much quiet luxury so mm-hmm. it's a brand that has a lot of these neutral pieces, the tans, the whites, the linens, the blacks, the loafers. Like So you're putting yep. together this look and we're calling it quiet luxury because it looks like it's expensive. The materials are really great. You're finding those really nice silks and you know cashmeres, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're creating this outfit that mimics what I said before, quiet, literally quiet luxury. Then yep. you have like 
this other aspect of trying to look like a certain uh, um a certain place so people that want yeah. to uh, like look like a french girl people that want to look like someone from england oh, people yeah. who want to look like someone from italy right so like they're kind of mixing like i love the way which i personally do but someone might be thinking i love the way that kate middleton dresses and the way oh, generally yeah. that kate middleton dresses is quiet luxury take away the colors some, when she wears the bright colors but generally speaking yeah. she's pretty quiet luxury a lot of the yep. bloggers and influencers you see on Instagram, they are quiet luxury, 100%. That is what they do. So yep. I feel like there's all these little iterations, but at the end of the day, it's about quality fabrics. It's about movement in the pieces. It's about loose fitting. Nothing is supposed to be really form fitting. It's supposed to be semi-fitted, but it's got to have like looseness to it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's all about the neutral palette. And the less that you do, the better that it is. I also feel like when it comes to shoes, there's like the loafer, um, a basic white, like low top sneaker. You can do a dad sneaker. I feel like people are mixing it up with a dad sneaker too. And then like a very classic leather boot. Uh, you can either do the knee high boot if you're wearing a shorter dress, or you can do, you know, a low um, ankle boot. I feel like so many brands are emulating this now. So you have mm -hmm. Everlane who kind of has always emulated this. You have, as I mentioned before, H&M. H&M is really, really pushing this. Um, mm -hmm. And they have the audience for it because they have a huge European following. Yeah, H&M is yeah. huge in Europe. Um, and you're going to see a lot of bloggers and influencers who get paid by H&M to promote this stuff, but they're promoting all kind of like similar things. The new brand that I'm seeing a lot of influencers promote on YouTube is um, Mango. They're oh, promoting really? Mango a lot um, and they're yeah. doing the same quiet luxury thing. The other brand that is been around for a long time and you can find some wonderful vintage pieces to throw into this quiet luxury look is Ralph Lauren, like mm -hmm. the epitome of quiet luxury in the yes. preppiest sense is yep. Ralph Lauren. And there, his vintage pieces are just on another level. His modern oh, yeah. pieces do not compare to the vintage pieces at all. Um, the stitching, the fabric, all of it. Uh, I have, I, I splurged three or four years ago and I bought myself a Ralph Lauren leather like moto jacket, but it's one that I will keep for years and years and years and years. Like it's just not, it's the softest leather that I've ever felt in my life. Oh, yeah. It was very expensive, but it was just as expensive as if I were to buy a Madewell one or any other right. piece, right? But to yep. me, Ralph Lauren in American fashion is what quiet luxury is. And oh, yeah. it's kind of a mix of preppy, I would say. It's a little preppy. It's definitely minimalistic, but it also exudes wealth without right. telling people that it's wealth. I know it's a long-winded yeah, answer, but it, yeah. it has so much yeah. to it. Yeah, because like, I think, like, personally, I've always thought like things with so many logos on them are like tacky looking. And like- Yeah, I don't like them. And it's because- they say, you know, people that want to show off that they've got this, like, you know, brand new bag and they want everyone to know what it is. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that is the opposite of quiet luxury. Um, But yeah, like you said, minimalism is like a huge thing with that. It's, there's not many like details. It's just very plain. And I think that there are also some aspects of like the dark academia 
because like with yeah, like the loafer good point yeah like if you have like wool pants or like you know sweater i don't know it just seems like there's a little bit of dark academia in that as well i agree (laughs) i can see that i think it'll be nice to see the transition of um spring summer quiet luxury to fall winter quiet luxury because incorporating the cashmere's and the knits like it just kind of changes the look of it a little bit and i feel like you can play around with color a little bit more um with the sweaters than yeah with spring and summer it's very much like the nautical white and blue striped shirt or it's just yeah. a white button up like it's it's very typical right um yes i i do think that this is a trend that will will stay for a very very long time i don't think it will ever really go away i just think we've now named it something it didn't really yeah. have a name before before it was just like neutrals preppy minimalism like there wasn't really a, a name to it um yeah I I don't I I don't know. I guess out of all the cores, I think this is the most uh or no, this is the easiest one I should say for people to like attain or to like oh, yeah. become, right? Because you become a core. And I could tell you, I've always aspired to have that quiet luxury thing. It's just oh, what yeah. I like. But then there's a whole side of me that loves color. Like I love yep. hot pinks. I love bright blues. I love all that. But the majority yep. of my closet has the grays, the tans and, and all of that. And I think that's just, it's a very classic look that we see a lot of people who are, um, most people maybe associate as having status. Yeah. Look like, and we are, whether we like to admit it or not, influenced by people yes. of status. Oh yeah. Yep. I'll be curious to see like how it, if it does transition, it might transition to something else. I don't know, but I don't think it will happen right now. Um, The only thing I forget to mention is gold jewelry. Gold jewelry is really big with quiet luxury, but specifically chunky eighties style jewelry. That's really what you should be looking for. So vintage sellers, that's what you should aim for. 100%. Yeah. I don't do a whole lot of uh, jewelry, but like, that's good to know if yeah. I see something at an estate sale or something. <laughs> yeah. And and I think this is where you can kind of dabble and try like jewelry in if you can find a thrift store or wherever, it's not that expensive to like no. try it out. Even if you sell yeah. it for 25 bucks, do you know what I mean? Like it's at least maybe someone builds an outfit based around those earrings. Like, Hey, she's yeah. got these earrings plus this white top. And I already have a pair of pants that I can go with, you know what I mean? Like it opens up opportunity but I think jewelry sellers out there that listen to us could 100% get into the quiet luxury space just based off of 80s jewelry. Anyway, yeah. I took over okay. the podcast. It's fine. It's your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But also this is your episode. But I, I just, quiet luxury is one of those things that I'm very passionate about. And I'm so happy that brands actually are focusing on fabric content and not just trying to pump out polyester, ugly things do you know what I mean like oh yeah they're at least looking at fabric content and that's a start that's that's part of sustainability friends fabric content is part of sustainability it is because it's how long is it going to take to break down that polyester Shein outfit like forever it's going to go in flames before anything (laughs) else yeah so yeah that I'd I'd much rather wear like cottons and stuff but cottons and linens uh, all right here here's one that 
you might not have heard of. So I think I'm saying this right. It's the coquette aesthetic. that? Okay. So I think it also kind of blends with ballet core. Okay. Um, It's like very girly, lots of like ruffles and pink and cute stuff, like ribbons and like... It's like Bridgerton, but modern, I think. Like, okay. I don't know. It's like, uh, I'm trying to like find like a official, like, let's see. Um, well, because last time it came on, the whole Bridgerton Regency yes. core was huge. Yes. I think, I think more this now because this was, this is kind of Y2K as well. It's like okay. a oh, lot of God. the. It, it just pains me that Y2K I is so know. big. I know we we lived this and we hated it and, and it, was, it also is not the best when it comes to no. can we pick a different era like Y2K is not it the Y2K clothes were so like horribly made and cheap and it was just ugh. like I, yeah. I remember going to stores like Deb do you remember Deb yes I remember Deb I, prom, I bought my prom dress at I was gonna Deb. say prom dress 50 bucks call it a day it was one of the only um like teen stores that did plus sizes though plus size yep so like i was able to shop in a teen store for my prom dress which was amazing because like i got my junior prom dress at sears so like (laughs) you know i went to um i went to local boutiques that cost my mom an arm and a leg because it was impossible to find anything in my size in a teen store like it didn't happen or we went we went to david's bridal for i think my one of my winter balls went to david's bridal but then everyone had the same dress and i was like i'm not yeah. doing this uh, no like that's the thing y2k is not size inclusive like no it, can we just make it go yeah. away for that reason alone yeah like as a teenager i had trouble finding clothes that mm-hmm. fit me like i didn't want to shop in the women's department i was 16 i wanted to wear like yeah. bell bottoms and cute stuff like my friends were and like they didn't go above like a size large remember that store five seven nine? Oh yeah like yeah you know like that was that was the least size inclusive store there was so it, it's so bad i just in case you can't tell every millennial has ptsd from the early 2000s so when especially females so if yes. anything comes up that's y2k we're like why we don't understand we just don't understand it we're, we're angry about it we're and, very yeah. angry but i have to say i think some boys and men had some issues with it too because yeah. abercrombie was very particular with Ugh. the way the sizing we're digressing yeah. but here we yes. are <laughs> yes okay so back to coquette i it's c-o-q-u-e-t-t-e it's coquette I would right say you're right yeah okay i haven't heard it said aloud but like yeah, I've, me, I've never it even ever. heard of it so yeah so it's a very like y2k but also like emphasizes a playful and flirtatious attitude often characterized by dainty and girly elements such as ruffles bows and pastel colors so i also i also use the word kawaii which is cute in japanese when i use tag words for stuff like that so i'd use like coquette kawaii and then like um sometimes ballet core if it's like pink or would you uh, say it's like fairy core too kind of a little bit it could incorporate that stuff as well um I don't know, like, they all kind of just meld together. Mm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And this one... is why it's so hard to understand them. Yes, yes. And, like, I mean, I could go on for days about this stuff. But, like, so, yeah, the coquette thing, I've also seen it um, 
there's a lot of like tv shows from like the y2k era and uh that the clothes on those shows are really trending like if you can find like a tank top that elena wore on the vampire diaries and that it's like a coquette because it's got like little buttons and it's got little ruffles and it's from ah okay so like 2000s anthropology yeah Yeah, like those little camis we all wore yeah that like under like a plaid shirt like you know Mm. those things and um yeah so it's got like a lot of y2k involved in it but it also is very like cute like japanese street style harajuku too so like i love that stuff yeah i was gonna say but i feel like um fashion from japan korea china has such an influence on streetwear here in america we just don't get to it until like a year later (laughs) we're just a little behind here we're really slow when it comes to fashion like they're all doing the thing and like then it's like oh that's cool let's let's check that out right right yeah yeah and so there's also there was cute core which i've actually never used but i think that also kind of blended in with that coquette ballet core and then rom-com core okay i've heard this but what is it like basically um 2000s romantic comedies you want to dress like like the girls in those that's that's what that is who wants to do that (laughs) people do I don't know. I've seen rom com core like a lot. I'm like, okay. So okay, so, so, so give me an example of one that people dress um, up as. I like to put see. Crystal on the spot because I just don't I know. Like I hadn't I just made a list of words <laughs> and then I didn't have anything to go with. <laughs> no, and I just like to put you on the spot. It's fine. See, this is what people don't know is Crystal and I are actually really good friends outside of all this. <laughs> we so talk I can a do lot this to her. <laughs> yeah. So there was actually there was an article in Harper's Bazaar, uh, Australia about rom com core. Interesting. So, um, when did this come out though? Mm-hmm. Is rom com core 2023's most romantic trend? It's Y2K style at its most charming. So, mm. how to lose a guy in ten days? Like okay, what Kate okay. Hudson wore. Yep. Um, yep. Let's see. The Notebook, Mandy Moore. Oh yeah, thirteen going on thirty. Mean Girls. Mean um, Girls, yeah. But oh. Mean Girls is a little bit of Barbie core too, which we'll get to. <laughs> oh yeah, lots of pink. But yeah. yeah, like the dress Jennifer Garner wore in Thirteen oh, Going yeah. Up Thirty. Yeah, like yeah. I actually saw there was a brand that like remade that dress. Um, let's see. see oh, none of that Ariana Grande me. wore it. Ariana Grande wore it. Oh, so she yeah. Um, see this is where celebrities really put the cores on the map it's like one of them decides to wear it and now everyone needs to follow it like i don't know who names these things but like i don't know (laughs) but like this is along with these inspired looks come other rom-com core staples tube tops cargo pants bustier and corset tops cut out crisscross tops tank tops see-through and mesh anything chokers claw clips and they're all very y2k so it's just y2k clothing yeah, I know. It's <laughs> okay. We're, we're just naming it something else. Okay, in this episode, everything's Y2K. Bye. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> sorry to tell you everything's Y2K. Yeah, so that that creeps right back into Y2K. So I guess that's and another it just shows like what a heavy influence it has on the younger generation, which is just yes. crazy to me. Is it like cause their parents are like our age probably like no i think it's very interesting to them because it was very pop culture based 
So oh, I, yeah. I feel like it's very interesting to them because pop culture is definitely not what it, what it is now is not what it was in the early 2000s, right? Like pop culture had us by the throat basically every oh, day. Yeah. And now kids are just trying to debunk everything related to pop culture. They throw people under the bus. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a very different vibe. <laughs> Oh yeah, we so we like worshipped celebrities. Like, oh yes, we I we still want to worship some of oh, them. Yeah. When I would when I was in high school, every Friday night I went to the mall with my friends. We went to the newsstand and we bought the latest magazines. Yeah, and we went through those with like a fine yep. comb, and we just like okay, they're wearing that, they're wearing that. I I was finding outfits on celebrities then. Mm-hmm. Like I I have a shirt. <laughs> that I got at Urban Outfitters, the first thing I ever bought at Urban Outfitters that I bought wow. because I saw it on Avril Lavigne. There you go. I said, oh, because like they'd have that little blurb at the bottom. It was like this, this from this worn by Avril mm-hmm. Lavigne. And I'm like, I'm getting it because I like wanted to be Avril Lavigne. So like- Who didn't? I, <laughs> I wore it to one of her concerts. Like it was, it was a thing. Yeah. I, I probably still have it somewhere, but it says getting lucky in Kentucky on it. So- <laughs> It's just a green like ringer shirt and I had to have it. I just, I don't know. So yeah, I I just, I think maybe it's the fascination of that era in pop culture. I feel like that has a lot to do with it because it's just very different now than I want to say it was like 1997 ish, 98 is kind of when it really started and it bled into the early 2000s. That was like the boom of like, the boy bands and all the yeah. stuff was happening like right when I entered like middle school and like so very like impressionable and mm-hmm. seeing all this stuff seeing all these celebrities and like there's one oh there's another one that I'll I'll go into from this <laughs> so bloke core and bloke <laughs> so what even are Hadid, these names <laughs> Bella Hadid, I guess they. Oh God, Bella of, Hadid. There we go. Sporty Spice. So it's basically like. Okay, uh, so we're mimicking the Spice Girls. Yes, I mean you could put every Spice Girl in a different category. It's true, you could. Okay, that would be Baby Spice. Like I was gonna say, that's Baby Spice. <laughs> this is so this is why we're so good at this. Like yeah. our age people, like. We lived through it. We know this stuff. Like, yeah, oh, man. So yeah, that's another one. So it's basically the like the male version, but like not only worn by men. Like, sort of like men's inspired. So like, unisex jerseys. clothing. Yeah, or like jerseys and like wide leg jeans and like stuff that's like makes you look like a tomboy or whatever. Like nineties, so we're gonna say. Yeah, yeah, little nineties. Yeah, so that's streetwear bloke core. How do you spell that? B L O K E core. Bloke core. Like sure. British. It sounds very British too. Yeah. Bloke core. Yeah. So um yeah, and then I think we've gone over all the ones that I had. Well, fairy core I still I have still on here, but we've talked fairy core and it's also like slash fantasy core. Okay. Like I think I guess think LARPing. Do you mm. know what that is? No. <laughs> live a- live action. Role oh, live play. action, live action. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, so like, yeah. So like dressing Dr- in costume. Not like it's basically like everyday cosplay. Okay. Like okay. it could be cosplay, but it's like something that you'd still wear. Like you kind of look like 
your fairy-ish or like like wearing elf clothes but so like what I've seen some of the girls in Boston wear when um so I went with my sister to go see a exhibit at the Boston Fine Arts Museum and it's a Japanese um artist and some of the girls were dressed like to me they look like a Harajuku girl basically but like but it's an it's it's an actual outfit like it's not necessarily that yeah it fits in all these aesthetics I'm telling you like the younger crowds are the ones wearing it and I guess we just you know if it's gonna help sell our items why not add it like even if you think it's silly like there's something I'm like this hate I put coastal cowgirl in so many of my listings and I'm like ugh yeah like <laughs> why am I, I doing this I don't love this but people are looking for this so whatever and um yeah uh, the big one is the last one that we're saving so yeah barbie core uh, man you, yeah yeah I mean everyone knows what barbie core is but it's basically like hot pink like you you get something hot pink put barbie core yeah I think it's interesting how like so it was getting popular because the movie was supposed to be coming out but now the movie is right yes like is soon. premiering and it's like people are going yeah. to see all the premieres and margot robbie is basically the real life barbie there's the, oh my god she is she's and so adorable she is and she's a very sweet and humble yeah. individual from what we can tell um yeah. But the way that she's dressing, she's mimicking a lot of like Barbies from the 50s, Barbies from the 60s. And it's yes. really interesting to me that she's not putting Barbie in present day. She like the last mm-hmm. outfit she wore was the the black sequin trumpet style yes. dress with the fur. Um, that was like a 50th there. anniversary yes. Barbie or something. Like, was, I think I had that. Yeah. So. I would definitely check out what she's been wearing. They, they've been posting it all over social media, what she's wearing to all these premieres, because I people are going to be looking for those specific styles yeah. or something similar to it. I think yeah. hot pink, regardless, I think like mohair, um, hot pink sweaters, cashmere pink yep. sweaters, pink pants. I think pink pants are going to be, that was a Y2K thing too, but big pink pants, I think are going to be big, uh, black yes. sequin, glitter, metallic-y kind of stuff. Yep. Um, I'll be curious to see if it's just like the pretty and pink Barbie version of like everything's fancy and frilly, or if we're going to yeah. see some of like the sporty aspect of Barbie come in too. I don't know. <laughs> Those the things they're wearing when they're rollerblading. Do you remember the commercial? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. sell some unitards and like put on our rollerblades. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't. So I, I feel like it's going to stay in this like pink, yeah, yeah. fancy Barbie realm. Well, there's. There's also brands that are doing collabs with Barbie ah. right now. Also, be so careful. I, don't put don't put Barbie like. Be careful in your listings because Barbie will I come after write you. Barbie core. I don't yeah. know if like. I think Barbie I core is fine, but I think you got to be careful yeah. with the word. Barbie. Right, you might get like a copyright whatever yeah. or something yeah. for that. But show me your Mumu did a um oh Barbie collab because I actually found some of the pieces like online, um and then misguided which is just like a fashion fast fashion brand and um who else there was one other brand asos i think Mm, i could see that um yeah so there's and probably dolls kill because they collab with literally everything um but yeah like all these brands are coming out with collabs based on her barbie look in the movie so 
that's kind of cool too. Like, but you can look at those pieces and think, oh, I have something that looks like mm-hmm. this. And yeah. it's Barbiecore. I mean, one of the pairs of the Show Me Your Mumu, like it's a pair of shorts. It's a black and white striped pair of shorts, which I would have never labeled as Barbiecore, but that's in their Barbie collab. So interesting. Yeah. I think we're gonna see though pinks and black. I do feel like that's the scheme that we're gonna color scheme yeah. we're gonna see because that's what she's wearing a lot of at these premieres. Yeah. Um yeah. and they're like bubblegum pink or like fuchsia. Like we're talking bright pink. There's no muted tones in here. No. Yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. And like sequins too, I think are are big mm-hmm. on that. Because I mean who doesn't love sequins? Um yeah, and again, like, I feel like Barbie core kind of goes with some of the ones that we talked about before, too. Yes, like the rom-com core could yeah. even have some Barbie core. Um, but I was I just looked up the Show Me Your Mumu collab and they did like um one piece Barbie, like Barbie swimsuits that are oh, like well, hot that, that's, pink. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and they a, just say a, Barbie on the front. That right there <laughs> is gonna sell out. Like that is what every yeah. young girl's gonna want. Um, so but, yeah. I was trending before I even knew it because this past last year's Halloween, I dressed up as Barbie and yes. I had the pink uh leg awesome. warmers. Um I did the I did the black like shiny leggings. Um nice. I had the sweater that I bought off of you with like the rosettes on it. Oh, and yes, I yes. and I had a black, I don't know, t-shirt or something, and I took um <laughs> Uh, outline of the Barbie logo and I made it transparent and I put it yes. on the, my label maker and I just highlighted it pink and I put it on my shirt anyway I was trending before I ever even knew it was going to be a thing amazing so I love it yeah <laughs> I also think of like when I think of Barbie or I could also totally see like an 80s rendition of it with like the workout oh. outfits yeah, the leg warmers and like oh the yes. spandexy it, shiny one piece oh, yes. onesie thing that people worked out in. Oh my god, yes. No, the I'm looking at the Barbie swimsuit. It's $118. What? Yeah. Yeah, from Show Me Your Moo. But like I bet you anything Forever 21 will bust one out for like 20 oh, bucks. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, like, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is where yeah, we're gonna see like fast it's... fashion really do well. Oh, fast fashion, like they have been all over collabs like forever. Like, especially like Forever 21 and Dolls Kill. Like, if you like literally every month they've got a new collab and they collab How? some like really How? weird stuff. I don't but that's why they have so much trash because if that collab doesn't do well, then that mm. collab is on their clearance rack for three dollars and then it's in a landfill. Yeah. So I don't know, like I feel I find a lot of collab stuff does well, but there's definitely been some flops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If someone's a vintage seller and they're looking to do Barbie core, how how would you navigate that? Because I feel like as a modern seller, you can it's easy. Anthropology will have something. You know what I mean? Like Madewell will have something. It's a little different. Yeah, I would say probably look at the special occasion dresses. Like you want something like I have like I have a pink like dress with a puffy like skirt and that's mm. like very barbie core to me and basic yeah basically look for things in the the dress section that's what i've been looking for um but i did actually buy a hot pink pair of like j crew work pants to sell recently so i mean you can find like hot pink anywhere in the store 
but yeah i mean the 80s had a lot of hot pink so they did again i feel like the 80s yeah. is bleed as much as y2k is bleeding into everything i really yeah. feel the 80s bleeding into things even more and yeah and i and i i i'm kind of happy to see the 80s get some the 80s some yes. screen time <laughs> yeah it's better than y2k let me tell you yeah and i, I mean. think it just always gets bypassed because it's such like a mm, okay like their fashion was okay you know what i mean but i think there's a lot of good things that came uh, clearly from the episode we just did last week <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of good things that came from the 80s and the 90s oh so i hope we see more of that influence um come into fashion as the year goes on and into next year because it's crazy to think about but fall and winter is like a thing of the past now in the fashion world and they're already on oh. summer of next year oh um, god but from what i've seen from the shows that just came out last week i think although i think it was last week they did um fashion week in paris i think yeah i i saw a lot of 80s early 80s and 90s on the runway so um i think we're in for a treat for the fall and winter and we'll have to yeah. bring you back at the start of the new year to see which cores are yeah, still here knows, and then what's going to change <laughs> yeah and like, I, I feel like this has to be like a yearly thing with you crystal because it just it's always changing and there are some yeah. that have stayed but the names have shifted yeah. yeah they definitely morph into other things and i was like hey that's that's something else like it's like but it's a little different like yeah just a little bit <laughs> what's before we go what's your prediction for fashion and cores going into the end of the year into next year like what do you predict I feel like a lot of the like grandpa sweaters come back like people love those like big oversized sweaters mm. um people also I think still love the dark academia but just for like fall because it's very like you know very bookish and very like yeah. I'm sitting in a library reading and yes. like I'm my wearing textbook. my <laughs> yes my my loafers and my plaid skirt and like yes yeah <laughs> And like, you know, around that time, it's also like October and then people are dressing more like witchy and goth. Mm -hmm. You get that sort of roll in when it comes October, like people are in all black and people are and witchy is definitely like a good keyword, too. Um, but I feel like more more so in the fall. But uh, Meanwhile, I wear all black year round. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was yeah, 90 degrees today and super humid and I wore an all black linen dress with black wedge sandals. So that's just At least it was linen. Me. Yes, at least it was linen. <laughs> but all black everything at all times. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm see I am a trend and I don't even know it. There you go. You are just like you're fitting into these just, trends. <laughs> I am fitting into all of them except for mermaid core. <laughs> and maybe yeah, the rom-com. Yeah. I haven't found my my perfect mermaid item yet. I could see. I don't know. So if I were to say if if I were to put Crystal in one of these trends, I would say Crystal is in between the mermaid core. Hmm. Definitely mermaid core because you love those brights and you love. Oh, I do love sparkles and stuff. It's yeah, fun. you love all that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put you in mermaid core, and I think everyone knows where I fall into. We don't even have to talk about it. I. <laughs> fall into quiet luxury because i'm boring um oh. it's okay i like being doesn't i like make being you boring, boring. No. doesn't make you boring just you like basic things i like basics i'm a very basic basic girl but then 
I also like my bright pink. So I will be quiet luxury and Barbie core. That will be there me. There you go. That Perfect. will be me. All right, everyone. I hope this was a helpful episode. Um, thanks, Crystal, for coming on and chatting. Thank you for and having digressing me. with me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Bye, everyone.